Chapter Three of Meg of Mystery Mountain. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Meg of Mystery Mountain by Grace May North. Chapter Three Facing Hard Truths. It is because our father is honest that today we are poor, Dan Abbott began, and I glory in that fact his sister sitting beside him in the train that was nearing edgemere curled her lips but did not reply the firm to which dad belonged made illegal contracts in western oil fields the other men will be many times richer than they were before but because our father scorned to be party to such dishonesty he has failed not one of the men in whom he trusted made the slightest effort to avert the catastrophe when did all this happen jane's voice was still hard almost bitter as though she felt hatred and scorn for her father rather than loyalty and admiration last february was the brief reply then why was i not informed am i a mere infant to be kept in ignorance of facts like these father has treated me unfairly letting me boast to my most intimate friends that i could have an elaborate paris wardrobe for the summer my position is certainly a most unpleasant one at this the slow temper of the lad at her side flamed and though he spoke in a low voice that the other passengers might not hear he said just what he thought jane abbott you are the most selfish heartless girl i have ever known it is very hard to believe that you are an own daughter to the most wonderful woman whom we are permitted to claim as our mother in an hour of trouble and there were many of them in those long ago days she was always brave and cheerful comforting dad and urging him above all to be true and ideal but i actually believe that you jane abbott would rather our dad had entered into a dishonest negotiations and the other members of his firm the lad glanced hopefully at his sister surely she would indignantly refute this accusation but she did nothing of the sort with a shrug of her slender shoulders she sank back against the cherry-coloured cushion as she replied i have often heard that an honest man cannot be a success in business and i do feel that our father should have considered his family above all else dan pressed his lips firmly together he feared that if his torrent of angry thoughts were expressed it might form a barrier between himself and his sister that the future could not tear down and so after taking a deep breath that seemed almost half a sob he again placed his hand tenderly on the cold white one that lay listlessly near him sis dear he implored try to be brave won't you i'll do all i can to make things easier for you and so will dad he's pretty much stunned just now but oh little girl you can't guess how much he is dreading your homecoming that's why i offered to meet you at the ferry station i wanted to tell you and save dad that agony of spirit if you would only go in bright and say what our dear mother would have said it will do more to help our father than anything else in this world selfish as jane was she dearly loved her brother who had idolized her and who in the moments of great tenderness had always called her his little girl remembering only that she was three years younger and in need of his protection tears sprang to her eyes but as the train was drawing in at the edgemere station she only had time to say i'll try but oh it is so hard so hard dan engaged a hack and after assisting his sister in he sat beside her then as they drove along the present streets of the village that were shaded by wide-spreading elms the lad told her what changes had occurred in their home mrs beach our housekeeper and nora her assistant have left and our dear old grandmother has closed up her farm in vermont and is staying with father it has been his greatest comfort to have his mother with him you always thought her ways so old-fashioned and farmerish jane 
but for all she is the sweetest kind of little old lady and as brisk as capable as she was two years ago when we visited the farm there was a slight curl to jane's lips but she merely said i suppose i shall be expected to wash dishes now we must be terribly poor if we couldn't even keep nora but we have one big blessing dan said brightly the home which was mother's cannot be taken from us for it belongs to us children jane was not listening she was trying to figure out something in her own mind dan she turned towards him suddenly i can't see why dad lost his money just because he did not want to be partner in what he considered a dishonest oil deal explain it to me a little more clearly i didn't at first her brother confessed fearing that it would not have your sympathy many poor people invested their entire savings in the oil deal supposing that father's firm could be relied upon to be absolutely honest it is their money much of it which is making the rich men richer our father knowing that many had invested their all because they trusted his personal integrity has turned over his entire fortune to make up their losses as far as it will go dan was sorry he had to make this explanation for he saw at once the hard expression returning to the eyes of his sister if our father has greater consideration for the poor of new york than he has for his own children you cannot expect me to express much sympathy for him dear girl wouldn't you rather have our father honest than rich the lad's clear grey eyes looked at her searchingly jane put her hand to her forehead as though it ached oh dan she said wearily you and father have very different ideals from what i have i guess i never really gave any thought to these things i like comfort and nice clothes and i hate 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 drudgery and work of every kind i suppose now i shall have to scrub for a living jane was recalling what the working girl on the ferry had said dan's amused laughter rang out oh jane what nonsense do you suppose that while i have a strong right arm i would let my little pal work in any of those drudgery ways no indeed so forget that fear if it's haunting you but the boy could say no more for another violent coughing spell racked his frail body instantly jane was self-reproachful oh dan dan she said i know you would give your very life to help me i'm so selfish so very selfish i'm going to think of only one thing and that is how i can help you to get well for i can see now that you must have been ill the boy took the advantage of this momentary tender spell to turn and take the girl's hands in his and say imploringly dear we're almost home if you really want to help me to get well be loving and brave to dad your unhappiness grieves me more than our loss little girl and i can't get strong while i'm so worried there were again tears in the beautiful dark eyes of the girl and impulsively she kissed the one person on earth whom she truly loved brother for your sake i'll try to be brave she said with that half sob as the hack stopped in front of their house End of chapter three